Welcome to TALC, Teaching and Learning Consultation Skills. This is the TALC Talks podcast, helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills, to get better outcomes, and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction. of an introduction to the TARP modules and it's called Thank You For Listening. Why consultation skills are so important. What are the benefits of improved consultation skills for clinicians and patients? Now the headline news is that better consultation skills make your consultations more medically accurate, safer and more satisfying, not just for your patients but for you as a clinician as well. We live in a changing world. In a post-COVID environment, consultations frequently happen using telephones, by video links, or even by the exchange of emails, as well as in person. This complexity means that effective consultation skills are actually more important than ever to ensure accurate clinical assessment, safe collaborations with patients, and to enable us to harness the power of caring in all our clinical encounters. This is summed up in the quotation that says, offer patients your undivided attention with good intentions. All around us, chatbots and other things claim to make diagnoses and scans, blood tests, monitors and genomics jostle into the space of clinical reasoning. Clinical decision making could seem to be taken over by protocols and guidelines which promise to help us choose amongst a bewildering range of therapeutic choices. This can seem a bit distant from the actual experience of talking one-to-one to a patient in an office or on the telephone. Yet every day about a million consultations take place in primary care settings alone, with many others happening in hospital settings. It's very clear that patients value effective consultations very highly, just as they feel extremely let down, disappointed and dismissive if they have poor consultations. Thank you for listening is probably the best feedback a clinician can hear in many situations. And when they say, thank you for helping me through this, they're placing a very high value on the process of the consultation, as well as on the achievement of the tasks of the consultation. When a patient says that, thank you for listening, It tells us that something very significant has happened. The encounter has gone beyond being a transaction and has also become a relationship between two people. When the clinician forms an effective relationship, whether as part of a single consultation or part of a series of consultations over time, the interaction moves from being a two-dimensional one like a snapshot to being a three-dimensional one, much more like a novel or a film. This definitely makes for more enriching experiences for both parties. However, research also clearly shows that this approach gives better clinical outcomes. This includes improved wound healing, for example, better blood pressure control, better blood sugar control in diabetes. And these are just some examples of the effects of good relationships on clinical care. For some people, consultation skills are just seen as a sort of luxury add-on that need extra time and are less important than clinical knowledge. They say things like, isn't getting the right diagnosis and choosing the right treatment the really important thing? However, 
the interpersonal value of the consultation cannot actually be separated from that process of doing the clinical work. Accurate diagnosis and accurate assessment actually rely greatly on the patient's contribution being heard, being understood and being acted on appropriately. Facilitating effective communication between clinician and patient needs nuanced interpersonal skills. Successful treatment is much more likely if a patient collaborates fully in their own care and in turn that's more likely to happen when the patient trusts their clinician and feels treated as a person with unique qualities, constraints and concerns. When there is effective communication and trust, the patient is more likely to share important clinical information and will be better able to understand and act on explanations that come from clinicians. Combining science with caring, treating people with empathy and kindness, has been clearly shown to improve clinical outcomes at lower cost, while also reducing clinician burnout and exhaustion. It turns out that we enjoy caring for others, and we feel better as clinicians when we have good relationships with our patients. There's a lot more detail about this in Skills for Communication with Patients and Compassionomics, references one and two in our library module. Here are some examples of how medical accuracy and effectiveness follow from highly developed consultation skills. Let's begin by thinking about making an effective diagnosis. Now, an online symptom checker can discover that a patient with arm pain has no redness, no swelling, a full range of movement and no chest pain. What the clinician hears and notices results in a much more accurate assessment. This patient consults very rarely. Does a chatbot appreciate the significance of that? And they work as a scaffolder. Using good rapport and relationship building skills builds trust so that the patient shares that he has been avoiding work because of his pain, saying, I'm not work shy, doctor, though. Although not red or restricted, the joint is exquisitely painful. This anomalous fact in a hard-working man who never takes time off means that these clues and cues are picked up by the listening clinician, signalling there's something important going on. Investigations revealed tuberculosis of that joint. What about enabling effective and appropriate management? A young woman complains of not being able to swallow her dinner. Is this really dysphagia? She's healthy, she has a stable weight and is working full time. When the clinician gives undivided attention to the whole picture with effective relationship building skills, they can begin to interpret what she's saying. And they say something like, it really sounds like something is sticking in your throat. The patient then reveals her fury at her violent ex-partner. He is now trying to muscle his way back into her new independent life. The difficulty in swallowing disappears immediately after this consultation. Better consultation skills also ensure safe care over time. What if a middle-aged man consults saying something like, it's probably a cold doc, but I need a sick note for work. He has a sore throat and hoarseness. Seen in isolation, this seems like a URTI. However, the astute clinician picks up on his casual dismissal of the symptoms, but has the self-awareness not to join in. Coding hoarseness in the notes and using effective safety netting skills 
means that when the hoarse voice does not resolve, the patient consults again quickly and appropriate referral and investigations can follow. These examples show that clinicians with high levels of consultation skills are more effective. In other words, such skills help clinicians to do their job better. This is because more and better quality information is brought to bear on the clinical problem and because the patient's contribution is skillfully encouraged and attended to fully. A further big bonus is that effective consultation skills also make consultations more efficient, in particular more time efficient. Consultations can happen in less time or get more done in the same time. This is less stressful and more satisfying to both patients and clinicians. Work can even become more enjoyable in this situation and less draining. Getting positive feedback from patients is energising and encouraging after all. This really is a win-win situation with benefits for clinicians and patients alike. Effective consultation skills can be employed in every setting, including secondary care, tertiary care, and they're really needed by anyone who works directly with patients. Consulting well is a skill for a whole professional life, not just for a training period or an examination. And most clinicians will need to attend to the continuous development of these skills over time. Reading more widely can really help to deepen your understanding and to help you develop specific useful skills. The complexity of the consultation and the powerful therapeutic effect of a skillful clinician is a strong motivation to continue to study, practice and improve your consultation skills throughout a whole professional lifetime. Clinicians and patients alike will reap the benefits and, you know, we'll all become patients ourselves in the end. This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.